0: You're listening to The Confidence Podcast, your one-stop shop for motivation, inspiration, and confidence to help you boldly and bravely take action on your dreams. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, and I teach entrepreneurs and dream chasers to take action on the dream got put on their hearts. I empower go-getters to get past their stubborn insecurities so they can crush their goals, outgrow their fears, and create prosperity in their businesses and lives. It's time to rise and shine. Let's dive deep hey there it is trish blackwell your confidence coach and host of the confidence podcast i'm glad you are here we have a topic that is sure to resonate with everyone because we deal with this all of us negative people and negativity in general and here's the deal you can learn how to not be affected by negative people even if that includes you as that negative person, your own negativity. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to handle negativity from wherever it comes and how to shift states and turn what is or could be perceived as negative into something positive. You are listening to episode number 368, How to Not Be Affected by Negative People or Negativity. You guys, I know there are hundred, literally, literally hundreds of thousands of podcasts that you could listen to, but today you have chosen to invest in training your thoughts and in training your confidence and it's my pre- my pleasure and privilege to get to be a voice of encouragement to you today. I hope that this is contagious encouragement and that you want to hit subscribe and share it with a friend. I want to hear from you and um, make sure you reach out. On, let me know what, what episodes specifically resonate with you so I can keep giving you more topics based on what you want and what will help you most. I'm here to serve you and encourage you and cheer you on. So you can reach out to me on Instagram at Trish underscore Blackwell or I'm on Facebook at Trish Blackwell coaching. So specifically, we're talking to, in today's episode in today's coaching about understanding negativity and the difference. I'm gonna call it out here because I know I know that somebody out there listening is like, well, I'm not negative. I'm just a realist. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the difference between negativity and realism. I'm going to give you five ways to handle negative people, five things you can do. And then also, like, eek, like, I kind of don't want to even say this one, but what to do if you're the one being negative. And I say it with my hand raised as well. And I have been working for years at being, like, I mean, contagiously positive, right? But you guys, I need you to know, I still got my down days. I still get my moments where I just... I get down, I get discouraged. I got I see I don't see the potential. I only see the limitations. I mean, I this is a mindset because we are human that we will all need to work on even if you are supernaturally positive, but even if that's the case, you're going to need to know these things of how to affect negative people, how to um, not be affected by negative people and how to redirect their negativity into something that is going to be helpful because the reality is like I would love to say to you today just avoid them. Just avoid negative people. And that in some scenarios will work. But you guys, what if that negative person is somebody you're married to or your best friend or your mom or your coworker, whether or not you like these people, or maybe you're choosing them, or maybe they chose you, or maybe you just get put together in a work scenario. We have them and we're surrounded by them. But hopefully today you're going to have some compassion and understanding of why these, this, the spirit of negativity gets, um, really such a prominent voice in the world. So, okay, we're going to dive into that, but you guys, y'all, I I have exciting news. I just started teaching a new webinar. We 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 like literally like a day ago, a day or two ago. This podcast is now brought to you today by my new free webinar, how to stop Caring what people think. I hope you're you're like jumping up and down right now because I've been listening to your feedback and your requests, and this webinar is a is is a is an answer to that. You guys have asked for it. It's my number one requested topic: how to stop caring what people think, how to get beyond that. So so you asked for it, you're getting it. It's a 20 minute webinar on literally that how to stop caring what people think. We take what we've gone into on the podcast, go a little bit deeper, and you're going to walk away with three strategies that you can do right away to start being free from worrying about so much about what people think. Because when you're free from all that worry, that's when you become equipped to show up with confidence and courage for your life. So here's to chasing your dreams and to living with peace and joy and focusing on your potential, not your limitations. But here's the deal. To get there, we've got to get you free from caring too much what people think. So grab your seat today. I'm hosting class all week again it is f-r-e-e free just go to trishblackwell.com forward slash class trishblackwell.com forward slash class you'll want to attend the whole class because we're doing a q a session at the end i can't wait to see you there trishblackwell.com forward slash class now let's highlight the review of the week before we dive into our coaching The review of the week is from christina bird and she said trish Thank you. She said, Trish, I started listening to your podcast a few months back when I was feeling sort of stuck. Your words have changed my life. I've gotten compliments from all of my friends that have gained so much confidence and that they want that for themselves. Don't worry. I've introduced them to your podcast, of course. My favorite episode so far is the A to Z Guide to Confidence. I've listened to this more times than I can count, so I finally wrote each letter out and taped them up at home. My goal is to every day just pick one letter and do that. Anyways, this is me showing up to help you reach that audacious goal and to let you know that you truly are changing the world. And Christina, I got to say thank you so much. And thank you for referring um, the show to your friends. That's the biggest, like... I mean, best thing you can do to, to spread the word, but also to to bringing it back, a throwback to a really, really great episode that I actually forgot that I did. And you guys, that's episode 302. It's called the A to Z Guide to for Confidence, A to Z Guide for Confidence, and it is what it sounds like, the ABCs of confidence. So literally... It's a letter a day, a letter a letter of the alphabet for something to be confident and how to grow your confidence. This is an oldie, but a goodie. And girl, I got to say thank you for reminding me of that. So it is episode 302. You guys can find that in the show notes for today's episode um, or just by going directly to the episode link, which is trishblackwell.com forward slash 302. And you guys, um, we're at, th- I got to thank you. We're at three- 736 fi- reviews. Y'all, that is awesome. I got to thank you like from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. You guys have heard my my big hairy audacious goal, my B-hag as I like to say, is 1000 reviews and it's still not impossible. So, will you help me press in and press towards that? I mean, we've got 2 weeks left in the year. And I hope that you appreciate my vulnerability of sharing a, a public goal. I'm sharing this public goal with thousands of people across the world. And it doesn't look realistic, but I'm still believing anyways because I'm focusing on the potential and on the positive and not on limitations or anything that's negative. And I hope that you guys see that it's it's always worth it to put yourself out there to be bold and brave and big with whatever goal you set because you shoot for the moon, you land in the stars. So thank you for those who have helped. If you haven't yet, gosh, end of the year, let's press hard. I'd love to at least get in those eight hundreds and get farther beyond I ever thought possible. So let's dive in. Let's talk about negativity. And what is negativity? Negativity is any focus on what could go wrong, on what is going wrong, or what should be better than it is. The dictionary says that it is, quote, the expression of criticism or pessimism about something. And um, before we even, let's just go into the the conversation about negativity versus realism because I've had I've, I have a lot of friends who said oh, I'm just a realist Trish like I'm not Susie Sunshine like you and you know while I am naturally optimistic I am it my optimism is a learned behavior as a as a um response to a negative environment in which I grew up I I I, I am loved and I love some people in my life who are pervasively negative that see the half glass empty not all the time but it's enough times that i i knew i wanted to be i wanted to make up for that and so i did i made an, a, an intentional decision as a child to say i'm gonna look i'm gonna look for the stars in the sky when it's dark i'm gonna look for the rainbow when there's rain i'm gonna look for what can be good now does that mean i'm always that way no i still it's a daily decision it's a mindset choice it's an attitude but The difference between negativity and realism is that negativity focuses only on lack, limitations, and criticism. And I hope that you guys hear this this critical voice that we're talking about. If you haven't yet listened, it's two episodes back on how to not be so self-critical, which would make it episode 366. If you haven't listened to that episode, you're going to want to check it out, trishblackwell.com forward slash 366. But criticism, you might go, I'm not a negative person. And maybe you're really, really positive to everyone and everything about all things except towards yourself because criticism is negative and um, there are actually studies shown, there was a study shown about two plants that were planted. I want to say it was an elementary school or a middle school and they, they water the plants the same way they give the nutrients, same amount of light. And each day these students would go in and one plant in one room, they would talk to the plant about how beautiful it was. You're so green and just growing so big and so lush and nothing but positive words were allowed to be spoken in that, um, plant room i you know there's a word for that why am i blank i'm not i don't have a green thumb so then the other room where the other um the other group of students were to go in and say you're a small plant you're not you're just not going to grow very big you're ugly negative critical statements i want you to take a wild guess which plant grew more and this study has been replicated it's not just a, a lucky chance but literally The plant that was fed positivity, that positively spoken over, it grew bigger, grew healthier. The plant that was spoken over with negativity withered. And if that's how plants respond, no, plants are living organisms. If that's how plants respond to positivity, negativity, and criticism how much more will we as human beings respond? So even if you're saying, well, I'm being critical, I'm just being realistic because, you know, it's realistic that I can't light myself until I lose 25 pounds or it's realistic that I can't be, whatever that like your realism excuses. There's the critical spirit, the critical voice doesn't help you grow. It just doesn't. Um, So realism is less about subjectivity, like subjectiveness, it's less subjectively focused and more objective so here's where realism is okay if you say gosh my goal is um, like okay so let's go to my beH with my um, for, for my reviews if my goal if if two weeks before the end of the year I just told you guys you know what the real goal is actually 2,000 reviews I'm gonna double my goal with two weeks left in the year even though it's taken me six years to get this many reviews. And I'm just going to be positive. Like that's being unrealistic. There's this realism to say, okay, well, let me go. Let me set a goal and a a big dream, a big vision within realistic expectations. And I'm going to be positive about that. Realism is not, I'm a realist, is not an excuse to give up. I think a lot of times we say, well, I'm just a realist. I mean, it's not, nothing's going to change. And that is a negative, lack focus, limited focus, critical voice. So I want to challenge you, if you or anyone you know, uses the i'm just a realist um excuse often i want you to real ask yourself is it really realism and are you really being realistic or is it focused if it is it actually a negative critical limited or lacking statement so it's really important to know when you're being negative and when you're not don't claim that cop out i'm just a realist because it doesn't justify negative thinking um negative thinking negativity in general it's the break for all dreams it's like the putting the brakes on pumping them hard negativity is where potential goes to die negativity is the excuse makers language i wrote a whole chapter in my book insecurity detox on negativity and how to detox negativity from your life if you haven't yet picked up the book it's anywhere books are sold it's called insecurity detox uh it's my ba- my book baby right now it came out two years ago i'm working on a new book heads up so you guys um and book the book journey is a long journey for me so that one will be coming soon i'm really excited i'm in a writing space right now but um if you haven't yet read insecurity detox get your hands on it because it, it i got some good stuff on negativity in there But let's talk about why is, why is it that, why is it so important to guard yourself from negativity? As I say in my book, Insecurity Detox, why is it so important to be allergic to negativity? Well, I really just believe it's going to hold you back from life. The way we think in our minds is the way we will experience the world. I would like to experience a positive, a a, a, life-giving, a world with sunshine, not just a world of negativity. Because I did some thinking about this and I I realized these are, I think these are true statements as far as I understand, but it's hard to be negative and happy at the same time. It's also hard to be negative and push past your comfort zone so you can chase your dreams at the same time. It's hard to be negative and believe in yourself at the same time it's hard to be negative and grateful at the same time it's hard to be negative and growth oriented and so all these things that I put great value in happiness and going for my dreams and believing myself standing up having a voice being grateful focus being focused on abundance growth being uh, growth oriented growth minded and you can't coexist in negativity with those things and so um this this interesting thing is this incongruency that can happen. So many of us are critical towards ourselves and critical towards circumstances that relate to us, but we're really positive to other people and we're really encouraging to other people. But the problem is we have a conflict of confidence and we struggle with confidence. We are stagnating because we have an incongruency in who what we think and what we profess to think. I want to encourage you when, you when I read these over again, it's that these negativity cannot coexist with growth, with confidence, with boldness, with all the things that you want. And if you're being negative on yourself as a way to motivate yourself, it is counterproductive because it's making you incongruent and you can't be an incongruent person and walk in authenticity and then be yourself, be free and, and then be bold and confident. So again, it's hard to be negative and happy, to be negative and to push past your comfort zone. To be negative and grateful, to be negative and growth oriented. It just negativity, negativity, as we already said, it's the break of all dreams. It's where potential goes to die. It's the lazy man's excuse. Now, let's talk about how do we handle negative people. I've got five ways I wanted to be really tactical here with you today. Um, and they, they're it's be kind, be firm, be patient, be optimistic and be intentional. Be kind. Understand. This is kindness and compassion. When when it really comes down to it, someone walking in negativity, someone overwhelmed with negativity is typically someone in pain. And hurt people hurt people. Someone in pain wants to, is the only thing that they can see is that, is what's going wrong. They're not necessarily intentional. intentionally being negative. In fact, the people that I love the most, who I would say struggle with negativity, or I feel the effects or impact of their negativity, I have to be aware that that I'm going to be on guard for that. They, They don't know that they're, they're not intentionally choosing to see what could go wrong. I mean, they're just, they think they're just being really thorough, right? They're, they're, they're actually overwhelmed for whatever other reasons. There's so many other contributing factors, but fundamentally they are in pain. And so They react with negativity and fear. And so I think when you are working with someone negative and and if I said to handle negative people, but to not be affected or pulled down by negative people because negativity is contagious. It is an attitude is contagious, both a positive one and a negative one. And so if you can be kind and compassionate, to understand that that person's not just a negative person, they've got a negative attitude. It's important that we separate an attitude from a personage, right? And I say that for their benefit, but also for your benefit, because I'm about, once we're done with these five points, I'm going to share with you what the heck do we do it, when we're the ones being negative. And there was many a time that I have struggled with negativity and I'm not a negative person. We are not our attitudes. You are you. So I want to separate that in the same way I used to coach um, weight, my weight loss clients when I was a personal trainer on, Hey, you're not, you're not overweight. You're not fat. You are simply carrying too much weight. You are carrying too much fat on your body. When we, when we associate these adjectives and attitudes and descriptions as, as our person, our personage, our identity, it becomes becomes a a, a major problem. It's a, creates a confidence crisis. So negative people, I say that in a descriptive way, not in, as a that is how they're always going to be. So where when you meet somebody in a temporary state of negativity, and an attitude of negativity, and you can say they're a negative person, but they've got the potential to not be. It's important that we know what people's potential is and understand and be compassionate towards that. Number two, be firm. And so I say that have compassion, be kind, but also be firm, which means protect yourself, have boundaries and coach them with love um, because negativity is contagious. Call them to a higher standard with somebody that's close to me. Um, Oh, I speak to frequently goes into that negative spiral, I'll call them out and just, I call them out. And not That sounds almost too aggressive. I, I, I speak up and I say, listen, I love you so much, but the way you're saying this is really coming off so defeated. I want to, can I reword this for you so that I can continue to have this conversation? Cause I don't, I don't, I, I know this situation is, is frustrating. I know you're discouraged, but I, I refuse to let you, I love you too much to let you wallow in negativity because negativity breeds more negativity my 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 job because i love you because i'm your friend because i'm your family member because i'm your whatever is to help you see this is just temporary so i'm gonna call you a higher standard what can we look for that is good yeah this is frustrating this could be bad this could have done better this could have gone better but hey i'm gonna help you let's just i'm gonna brighten our our peripheral vision and let's look for the good so set boundaries and why I say coach would love call them to a higher, higher standard by inviting them into conversation about what they could focus focus on that's not negative. Number three, be patient. You guys, we, oh, I wish, but we can't, can't fix people. They have to want it for themselves. Someone who is struggling with negativity is not going to get a big old inspirational turnaround with you saying, just be positive because that's like telling somebody who's stressed out, just calm down, right? That just irritates and aggravates the problem more. So be patient, encourage them, recommend books, recommend podcasts, but again, keep calling them to a higher standard. And also, um, I, I, I gotta, I gotta quote my daughter at one point. There was my, when, when Ellie was three, she was on the playground and a little girl was, this was last year. She was at, we were at Chick-fil-A and a little girl was, was being mean to her. And I don't literally, I like wish I could claim parenting on this, but maybe she heard me somehow. But my little girl said, Hey, you're not being kind you can take your negativity elsewhere. And when you're ready to be nice and happy, I'm, I'm happy to play with you. I can't wait to play with you. Um, and that's paraphrasing, but, um, the person who was watching her, my cousin told me about it. Like I didn't even get to witness it, but she said it was incredible. And so that's, there's boundaries and being patient also means that you don't have to put up with negativity because negativity will drag you down. So, be aware and just set boundaries, go, Hey, like I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little bit of space and I'm going to come back because I love you. I'm not abandoning you. I'm not isolating you. I'm not unwilling to hear this, but let's start looking at the whole picture too. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to perpetuate the negativity. Um, so that is uh, because we can choose to look at what is good. We get to choose in all circumstances to be thankful, to, to look for the positive and to believe that something wonderful is going to come from it no matter how dire or just obviously there are going to be challenging circumstances in life and times when you are down times when you think well I, I should feel negative about this but you don't have to choose negativity um it's like we talked about last week your words give life or they give death which do you want I want life Let's pause for just a moment to thank our sponsor, the FabFitFun box. Speaking of things that give me life, the FabFitFun box does. I'm telling you, I'm currently obsessed with this new box subscription I've got. I seriously didn't think I'd ever find a company that aligned with who I am and what I like as much as I do when I I, I open my FabFitFun box, you guys. Best of all, as a busy entrepreneur with two kids under the age of four, let's be honest, I am on the struggle bus when it comes to finding time to shop for myself and my self-care. And FabFitFun is self-care made simple. I am all for that. Here's how it works. My FabFitFun box gets delivered right to my door. So no more wasted time searching for my new favorite thing. The team at FabFitFun already knows what's trending. And plus, I get to customize my subscription so that I get to pick the exact items that I know I'll like and use. For me time saved means more time with my kids and that's the biggest win i could ask for in my book once a season you just go visit their website you customize your box And you, for example, can pick, do you want the unhide faux fur blanket or the Rebecca Minkoff beanie set? I chose the beanie set and I am crushing it when I'm wearing it, especially when I'm wearing that set ice skating. You guys, it's so cute, fingerless gloves. Like I look way more put together than I actually am. Thank you. Thanks to FabFitFun box. And in just a few minutes, you'll curate your perfect box. It's ready to be shipped for your tour, your doorstep, for your very own unboxing moment. It's like getting a present at your doorstep. And the unboxing legit is fun. I got to tell you, you probably saw it on my IG stories. The seasonal box comes with eight to 10 full-sized beauty, fitness, home, and wellness products from some of my favorite brands all for just $49.99 y'all the box is filled with a guaranteed value of over $200 a product and yeah you did that math right it's like getting the newest trendiest fab and fit fun things for 75 percent. and here here's what's the best part like since we're such good friends i've got my friends at fabfitfun to extend a gift to you just use coupon trish for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. So yeah, that means you'll get $200 in product for $39.99. That's a deal. I'm pretty obsessed with the winter box that just came. You got to go get it. Seriously, before it sells out, you will not be disappointed. Just go to www.fabfitfun.com. Use coupon code TRISH for $10 off your first box, and you can thank me later. You're going to love it. Number four, be optimistic. Lead by example and demonstrate emotional courage, inviting that person alongside with you. Say, you know, like, gosh, like this traffic, like, yeah, this traffic stinks. You know, we live in—I live in the ninety-five quor- quarter of um, in the D.C. area, and you guys, it's one of the worst traffic areas of in the entire United States. And I can get frustrated. And I love—I'm more naturally optimistic. My husband is more naturally optimistic when we're driving, and he reminds me when I'm frustrated in traffic maybe hey like it could be worse i'm so excited i'm happy I, we're in the car with the people we love we don't need gas nobody needs to pee we're having a great conversation so he's leading by example by inviting me into a dialogue to focus on what is good and always looking for the good um and 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 that's that's a kind of a trivial example but there are other examples where you looking for the good could dem- can demonstrate emotional courage you know I, i'm being optimistic um, in, in my personal life in my private life and my public life about my son, um, and on the surgeries he's having, he has, he was born with, born with a birth defect. And we've gone through three surgeries now at the Johns Hopkins, um, children's hospital. And we are um, finding out this week for a, if, if, and when we need that fourth surgery. And you know, my emotional courage, my optimism, there are a lot of things I could find that would be negative in that situation or frustrating. And there's also a lot to rejoice for. I am so happy he's alive and healthy and yet we've got a little issue but we're we we also have access to incredible incredible surgical teams incredible medical knowledge incredible resources and great coverage with our insurance we're so blessed that is where I'm looking to be emotionally courageous and believing in his just complete healing and and believe and um, that this story is teaching us something as a family that we would have not otherwise had. There's no need to be negative about any news that I get that comes along in that journey. Um, I would, I want to guard my 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 energy for for loving him, for for caring for him, for making all the phone calls and to insurance and doctor's offices. My, my energy is limited, and so is yours. And negativity is like it's like an instant drain on energy. So one of the reasons we fight against negativity is to protect our energy so it can be spent on what actually matters in a situation that is challenging and finally number five be intentional choose your words and your thoughts with intention and be mindful of what you expose yourself to and you know you've heard it before and i'll say it but like what what are you reading what what headlines and what news articles are you reading what social media are you scrolling through and what tv shows are you watching what music are you listening to not that you need to be crazy fanatical about it but take note of it in relation to yourself how much negative news you're, you're taking in, and I can feel a difference in if I start watching too. I, li- I love crime TV, but man, if I watch too much, I get real negative. I get very down, and I need to be mindful of that. So well, let's talk about let's talk about personalizing this. What do you do if you're the one that's being negative, or even if you've potentially created a negative situation or point of conflict? And I say point of conflict because um, sometimes I poke at my husband, and I'm like, why am I starting a, a, a little? Disagreement over nothing. Like, I see myself doing it. Have you ever had that experience where you see yourself doing it, but you're like by a bystander and you're like, what's going on? Why Why don't I just let it go? Or um, recently, I had a phone conversation with with um, someone at a doctor's office, speaking of doctors and sur- surgeries, and the person was bullying me around a little bit. And I, you know, the system here in the US has a lot of flaws, in my opinion, and um, it's much more of a business than a health service a lot of times. And, um, but this, anyways, you when you stand your ground and you feel like you you create conflict and it's it's hard and then I had this negative most recently when that with that conversation, you know what, I, I apologize to the woman for, you know, just saying, Hey, I'm just so sorry that this is we're kind of disagreeing here. I appreciate that you're doing your job but Here's why I disagree with what you're doing, and here where maybe we can meet in the middle. And you guys, it was fine. It was a fine conversation, but I felt so negative after because there had been conflict. And so, what do you do with that? With that? With when you feel that negative spirit settle into you, it's kind of like a pit in your stomach. And there's a couple of things, and that might be with someone you don't know or someone as intimate and close to you as your spouse. And you're like, why did I just? I don't know get upset that he forgot this at the grocery store when he did this this and this and this that was amazing why did i focus on that negative thing and not thanking him for the 15 things he did right and here's what i what i do is I, there's a couple things um go back and be gracious and humble it's hard ooh it's hard the other day i, went, I had to, i needed to apologize to my husband and my 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 4-year-old came down and she apologized to me for something and i was like I, like i had this like pit in my stomach going wow, she's leading the way. Why don't you be gracious and humble and say, Hey, babe, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, And so I did. And I did. And I actually thanked Ellie for reminding me how powerful it is to be emotionally courage- courageous and humble. And that because she apologized to me for something that I was going to go then apologize to her daddy for something, and that as a family, we're always going to be gracious and humble and quick to have conversation and to connect. So it's hard, you guys, but didn't make it. Look, none of it was easy. Like you drag your feet like you're a kid again, and be like, fine. But no, that's the that's the inner dialogue and the resistance. When there's resistance, it means you should step forward anyways be sincere take ownership of where you were of your negativity hey i'm sorry that i was reactive i'm sorry that I was negative ask yourself why you might have been that way it sometimes it's helpful to go wow why, why was i so negative and critical of that and typically if you peel the onion layers back it's because you were afraid or you felt vulnerable or you felt silly or stupid or whatever it might be but you can learn and ask yourself why did i react that way and then have a conversation with that person that saw that part of you and say, "Gosh, I'm really working on, on detoxing negativity from my life and from my attitude. So I just, I'm sorry that I reacted that way. I'm sorry that the conversation turned negative. Um, I think I did it because of this, and I'm look, I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity to learn. I'm learning more, you know. And that was my final point here for you is in this this section was to, every time you catch yourself being, neg- being negative, it is not a time to beat yourself up it's actually a time to be thankful for the opportunity to grow your heart and so you can always ask yourself am I being negative and for me ways that I recognize it in myself it's when I'm feeling down when I'm feeling overwhelmed when I get some rejections or um I don't know, a bill, unexpected bills um, when I'm feeling critical, when I'm feeling offended, when I'm feeling irritated, when I'm feeling fearful or insecure, that's typically when my negativity rises up and I get reactive and I'm like, whoa, and so what do I do when I recognize it? Here's what I do when I recognize it. And here, these are some suggestions that will help you, um, if you want to really detox it from your own attitude. And for me, I, I remind myself that I'm allergic to negativity. Um, I focus on changing my state, meaning change my, my overall energy level. Sometimes my change your state, I just have to change my environment, get outside, get in the shower, go for a run. Um, I ground myself in gratitude. I do my gratitude on the go, um, which is coming up with 10 quick things, um, immediately that I can be thankful for that will help me reset my mind to go wow why am I being negative look at these 10 positives to to focus on sometimes I call my mom or a friend sometimes I do um put on like a rap song and do a quick dance sometimes they put on a worship song um, sometimes I go for a run, take a shower, write in my journal, pray, talk to God. I recognize sometimes I just need to recognize that I'm tired, um, or hormonal and allow myself some space to rest, some space to close my laptop and say, just read your book now, Trish, like have the conversation with the person you need to, and then just, just, just disconnect. Um, and a lot of times I was helpful is to forgive myself for the attitude that I was carrying around. And remind myself that I I can exchange it. One of the best things I hated as a kid that I also say is one of the best things my mom did for me as a, a, a parenting tool. And I'm sure if you grew up in the 80s like I did, your parents probably did this. It was when you came out, when I came out of the room with a bad attitude, when I came out of my bedroom in the morning and she said, looks like you got off up on the wrong side of the bed. And I, I was so irritated. Like I only have, my bed was up against the walls. I was like, mom, there's only one side of my bed. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And that attitude alone was like, go back to bed. And so she would send me back to bed. She goes, she would say like, go back, Trish, go back to bed. And when you're ready to get up on the right side of bed, come back out. We'll just restart the day. And you guys, it's, it was, it was game changing for me and it still is game changing. So sometimes middle of the day, if I'm feeling that negativity or overwhelm or I'm focusing too much on lack and limitations and I'm not believing for something bigger, I'm not, I'm not in that powerful mindset that I know I can confidently and courageously be. Sometimes I will go back up to my room, sit on my bed, stand back up and walk out as if I'm starting the day over. And it really does work. So In review, how do you handle negative people? Be kind, be firm, be patient, be optimistic, and be intentional. Before we go to our listener episode, I want to, again, just quick reminder, I want to see you in class this week. Again, that's for my new free 20 minute power packed webinar on how to stop caring what people think. I've poured all my creative energy into this over the past two weeks and cannot wait to share with you what I want to teach you. Grab your spot for free at trishblackwell.com forward slash class. Our listener episode is a mama who is rocking it. And she is a podcast listener. To, this, to the show who has created her own podcast. It's Tawana Page. And she and I had an interview. I want you to go find Tea Time with Tawana. With Tawana and Page. It's in 19s. So it's everywhere you can find podcasts. She and I did an interview m- just this past week. And it's called Mama confidence is your greatest gift so if you want some more Trish this week go find her show you'll hear us in a really great conversation about parenting with confidence and she says thank you so much for saying yes to be on my podcast I absolutely love yours and I'm beyond honored and excited to have you on mine y'all she is a doll she is a powerhouse she is full of energy and you're gonna like her so make sure you go check her out and thank you for saying that the world needs some more encouragement and more light because that's what you're doing girl you are showing up and you are shining. So it's been a pleasure. And you guys, I, I want to close today's episode with, a, well, actually a verse that's giving me confidence this week. I've had a lot of challenges. I've had some just um, tech issues, mindset changes, um, just just life, right? Life with holidays and complications. And um, Psalm 121, 1 through 2, it's one I'm memorizing this week. It's one you've probably heard, but just I'm, I'm, I'm really sinking into my spirit this week. And it's giving me some confidence. So I wanted to share it with you. And it says, I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. So if you feel like you need help this week, lift your eyes up. There is help. You are loved. Now go out there today. Go be more of who you are. Be you. Be free. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Confidence Podcast, we invite you to check out collegeofconfidence.com. The College of Confidence is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of personal confidence growth. If you're still figuring out how to silence self-doubt or like the reflection you see in the mirror, this is the place for you. Or if you're already pretty self-assured and are just looking for ways to chase your dreams with more courage and more gusto, then the College of Confidence can help you get to that next level. With our extensive course library, monthly trainings, live coaching calls, and exclusive Ask Anything Forum, you get the most affordable and accessible coaching support available online anywhere. The College Confidence is a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement, and advice. Memberships are available specializing in self-confidence, social confidence, and professional confidence, and start at the affordable price of just $20. It is the place for anyone looking to be free from the bondage of self-doubt or self-sabotage. It is the place where we coach you to step confidently into the calling God created you to live out. Check it out and join us today at collegeofconfidence.com.